Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Flawcast Network. This is Justin speaking, the owner of the LeBron Kings and your host here on the Flog Station. It is a beautiful new day in October, the very first day in October, October 1st, 2019. It is a beautiful day Day today. Um, I woke up, uh, you know, I heard the birds chirping, uh, angels singing, and uh, my wife was, you know, some reason more attracted to me um, this morning. Uh, it's a glorious day. And I am very happy to be alive today. Um, if you can't tell, if you haven't, you know, if you're Marcus Terry and you don't know, you know, the score of last night and you don't keep track of fantasy football, um, the, the, the score ended up my way for, you know, once, once in a, you know, this has been a long time coming. I am no longer uh, winless I pulled off my first W of the season, so I am very, very happy. And, of course, I uh, woke up. I mean, last night after the game was complete, I popped some champagne. Uh, You know, I ate some very expensive cheese, and I uh, made a night out of it. It was a very good celebration win. Uh, Like I said, it was a long time coming, uh, much needed. For my franchise and for my team, um, so hopefully now it's uh, you know you know we're gonna be you know a little hangover tonight or today, uh, but we're going to move on to our next opponent, and uh, so yeah, pretty excited about the win last night, and we'll go over the matchups today, and we'll go over who's available in the waiver wire pickups today, uh, just myself. Uh, tomorrow is Commissioner's Corner, so I'll go on a little bit and see who was picked up from the waiver wire, and then you'll hear some NFL news and predictions from our commissioner. Uh, so yeah, like I said, last night's game, uh, you know, if it wasn't for fantasy football, this game would be boring as crap. I mean, it, it was a blowout, blowout city, if you will. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, two winless teams here in the Cincinnati Bengals and the Steelers. Uh, the Steelers ended up uh, demolishing the Bengals 27-3. I thought it was actually closer than what it was, but mainly it was because, like I said, the uh, fantasy really you know, kept it exciting. Um, you know, especially in our league where we had two games, um, you know, Head, you know, neck to neck. It was very, it was very interesting. Of course, Marcus Terry had a chance to win, but Joe Mixon couldn't put up uh, those amount of points, uh, so he ended up losing. Uh, but yeah, like I said, the, the score was twenty-seven to three, Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, going to the Bengals. Uh, I'm sorry. We'll start with the with Pittsburgh. With Pittsburgh, I thought uh, Rudolph looked very. He looked very good. Uh, no interceptions there. Two touchdowns for 229 yards. Threw the ball 28 times. Completed it 24. So I, I you know, I thought he did very well for his, uh, you know, getting. He, he's getting used to his team and his his uh, uh, his offense there. 
um, you could tell he's getting he's getting used to everything. So uh, that's a good sign for possibly Scott Benzing, you know, the Juju owners and uh, uh, Pittsburgh fans. Uh, okay, so before yeah, before I go into those, you know, those players, uh, like I said, we had two very close matchups. Uh, you know, of course, myself. Uh, with uh, TC, the Savage Bats Kids versus LeBron Kings. And what TC had to do uh, was score, I think he had to score seven uh, points to defeat me and uh, from John Ross. And it was very, it was very close. Uh, John Ross had two catches, uh, like back to back in the first half. And, and then... He ended up getting another catch in the third quarter, I believe, possibly fourth. And he ended up catching it, falling down on his his shoulder and his head. You know, all of his momentum going down on his head and his shoulder. Um, First of all, that was a shoulder injury, but it looked like it was concussion protocol. So he ended up leaving the game. And as soon as he left, I I kid you not, I... uh, Ran around, you know, I, I, I was getting up anyways, but I saw he got hurt, and I just did a quick little sprint around the house, and my wife looked at me like I was stupid. Um, she's like, what are you doing? I said, Why you, why'd you do that? I'm like, I'm just kind of happy, sorry. But, uh, uh, yeah, so it was it was definitely a, a good thing seeing him fall. He ended up with three catches, uh, 36 yards for 5.1 fantasy points. So the final score there, myself, 150.5 versus TC, 148. Uh, Pulled up my first victory. Like I said, um, it's been a long time since I've experienced a dub, Um, you know, going all the way back to last year. And, you know, maybe, maybe next episode I'll see when the last time I won. Uh, it's been a while, so you know it was, it was it was a very good day last night in the rough household, uh, picking up a first dub. Um, like I said, if if I you know somehow in the grace of God end up winning this whole thing, or you know sometime in the future, there will be a parade that you know down our street in Winnemac, uh, hosted by me, of course. Uh, you know, celebrating a, a, a victory, popping champagne, going nuts. So. Uh, just one one game at a time. We'll take that W, and uh, very very happy indeed. Because um, of course I thought I was gonna go, you know, winless throughout the year, uh, which could be the case for some people. And we'll move on to the next matchup, and that is of course Jacob McKinley, and I should add the two-time champion because he he's going through some. Uh, struggle struggles at this time um he ended up of course he needed James Conner and I was I was really low on James Conner scoring 25.2 fantasy points and uh unfortunately he ended up scoring 22.5 so he was 2.6 fantasy points shy for beating Connor Limbach and of course Jake McKinley is 0-4. He's the only team who is winless, and he is um, he tied the the worst record set in Flog history 
of course, previously owned by Connor Lindback, who started his season 0-4 back in the day. Um, so Jacob McKinley is, you know, he's he's definitely struggling. But with Jacob, um, he he's got to look, like I said, going to the positives. He's got to look at the positives here. Um, of course, you still have Melvin Gordon, who possibly could be returning um, this week, maybe. And then he also has A.J. Green, who could be returning in, in a few more weeks. Um, could the hole be too deep for Jacob to get out of there? Possibly. But you got to remember, uh, the teams, there was two clear-cut sucky teams last year. Scott Benzing being one of them. And uh, Marcus Terry being one of them, um, who were just awful. And neither of them, of course, that I've mentioned before in the past, neither of them made it to the toilet bowl. So Jacob still, you know, he can go 0 and whatever, how many games we play, 0 and 15 or whatever, uh, 0 and 12, but and he can still win the first game of the toilet bowl bracket and not go to the toilet bowl. So, you know, as of right now, that's what that's what Jacob is hoping uh, will happen. Um, he, you know, he's he still can possibly win all out, win all out, and make it to the the winning bracket. Uh, but it's you know, looking at his schedule, it, you know, the next game doesn't get easier. He's going up against the defending champion Keegan Scott. But after that, uh, the next two or three matchups are pretty set for uh, Jacob if he wants to make a streak growing there. Uh, he's got Marcus Terry after Keegan, uh, could be a potential dub. Uh, and then he's got myself, who, of course, I just won, but my team still sucks. Um, and then he's got Tristan Connor after that, um, who TC, who I just picked up the W from. So all he needs is one of his running backs to not put up a, a you know, a great game and he's got the and Mark and Jacobs players still putting up good numbers but I mean you in Jacobs in Jacobs eyes you gotta you gotta look at the positives here I mean you can't you know I was thinking when do you you know if you're in Jake's shoes you're 0-4 right now okay when do you throw the white flag up and be like all right it's over let's focus on next year and of course uh, I didn't have the time to ask him that question uh, maybe uh, tomorrow I'll shoot him a text or a phone call and see if he has an answer to that. Uh, but when do you do that? I mean, there's, there's, uh, there's, you know, the time's getting limited when we, when we uh, looking to throw white flags and think about the future. So I mean, I just counted. We got eight games left, eight weeks left. So I mean, you could, you could, you know, wait. Maybe another. If he win, if he loses uh, against Keegan, he'll be 0-5. I mean, that might be the time to, you know, think about the future here, make some future moves, um, and see what you know what draft picks he can get out of his players he has right now. Um, but like I said last episode yesterday. Uh, he's in better shoes than I. If I would end up ended up losing last night, I'd be 0-4. I I, I don't have uh, AJ Green and Melvin Gordon to possibly dig me out of a hole. Uh, I would I would seriously be considering 
uh, calling quits and um, selling my players. Um, but, you know, we'll see what Jacob has. I mean, like I said, those two players could potentially dig him out of a time, you know, a hole right now. And we'll, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm, 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 I'm rooting for Jacob. I'm rooting for uh, what he can do. Of course, he's not, you know, the happiest guy right now. But uh, uh, good things, you know, good things can come uh, from being patient. So hopefully Jacob uh, can get himself out of this hole. Uh, next matchup, of course, uh, the Magic School Bus ended up defeating the Blonde Force, which we already knew, 184.6 to 157 points. Uh, Keegan ends up, I mean, he, he goes 3-1. Quinton ends up 2-2. Two and, two. and the next one was the Juju's in the Attic versus uh, Terry's Terrorist, uh, 142.4 with Scott Benzing's team. To Marcus is 112.3, who ends up going two and two. Scott ends up going three and one. Uh, Again, Keegan Scott scores the most points with 184.6, followed by uh, Quentin Blount with with 157, and then of course, no big deal. I was third place with 150.5. And last place was Marcus Terry with 112.3. So, yeah, we got next week coming up, of course, week five already. Um, We got some good matchups, good matchups indeed. Uh, Like I mentioned, Jacob McKinley going up against the 3-1 defending champion Keegan Scott. Be interesting to see. Uh, what uh, Keegan does again, you know, and what uh, Ke- uh, Jacob does. He, uh, we got no buys. Uh, either no team has, you know, any buys going on. Uh, I'm sorry, the Detroit Lions are in a buy, so uh, Keegan's got a kicker that he has to find, which you know that's not a big thing. Um, so, it with with that, you know, we'll go over more of my predictions there on Thursday with TC and Scott will go over his predictions tomorrow. Uh, the next matchup is myself versus uh, the Juju's in the attic. I I, I do not have any uh, any uh, kickers. I mean, I'm sorry, any any buys. Uh, Mark uh, Scott Benzing has uh, Matt Stafford, who's currently in a buy, so I'm sure he's going to pick up a waiver wire uh, quarterback, and we'll go over who's available for him to, uh, you know, what he has his eyes on. I think I know who it might be, but we'll see. And uh, the Coon Squad, 3-1, and one, going up against the Savage Pats kids. Uh, this is a very key, uh, key game for TC. He definitely needs... To uh, and of course he's two and two, no big deal as of right now. But I mean he need I think he this is a bigger game uh, for TC than it is Connor. Uh, he's three and one. Uh, with Connor it's it's a steal him uh, defeating Jacob. He got uh, pretty lucky uh, defeating him if I might might add. Uh, he of course lost Barkley, but he he is three and one. Uh, he could have been uh, two and two uh, facing TC. Uh, who who is looking for a dub? So uh, I think Kuhn can afford another loss here, or a loss if if Scott, I mean if TC definitely needs to pick up a W, making him three and two, and making Connor three and two. 
And then, and then the last matchup is Terry's Terrorist versus the Blount Force. Two and two matchups here. Uh, I definitely think Marcus needs the W more than uh, Quentin. Uh, his team being a little bit weaker, uh, and I'm kind of surprised he's two and two right now. Uh, but he definitely needs uh, the W over Q. But Q, you know, he's he's got he he wants to prove everybody wrong. So um, of course he's wanting the W more than uh, Marcus is. So uh, we'll see. That's a pretty good matchup right there between those two guys. Um, Alright, so that's week 5 matchups, and like I said, we'll go over our predictions on Thursday, and uh, with the waiver wire pickups, of course, nothing huge here uh, to be looking at, uh, Jacob McKinley, who is winless, of course, has the number one waiver wire pickup, followed by Scott, TC, Keegan, Marcus, Q, myself, and then Connor Limbach is last, um, and the players there. Uh, Quarterback-wise, of course, uh, uh, Scott Benzine is looking for a quarterback option. I, you know, there's Andy Dalton, Bridgewater. But I think he's got his eye on uh, Mason Rudolph, who ended up doing pretty well uh, last night. He, only, he did put up uh, 18.7 fantasy points, which is respectable. Um but, I mean, he's got no interceptions last game, 229 yards. But, like I said, he's getting better. And that's a good thing to see. And also, it does help that he has uh, Juju and uh, him, you know, Mason throwing it to Juju will um, definitely make Scott a bigger uh, Steelers fan. So I think I you know I can see him picking up him. I you know Mariota's probably the next one. I don't see him picking up Jimmy G. Um, but you know those could be the next options for Scott if he you know is looking at a quarterback. And of course he is. But I, I do think he's going to pick up uh, Mason Rudolph there. Uh, so he better use a waiver wire because I might snag him up to play some defense. Um, you know next one and next you got the running backs. Carlos Hyde is still available. Now, he's a guy, of course, who hasn't scored over 10 points, but his lowest is 7.9 fantasy points. I mean, they do feed him the ball. Uh, He, you know, from time to time, he gets about 10 to 15 catches, um, and, you know, he doesn't get targeted in the receiving game as much. Kind of did last week, but uh, more of a running game. Uh, I, I would consider him the number one option running back-wise in Houston. I think he edges out Duke Johnson there. Um, another guy is Ronald Jones. Now, with Ronald Jones, um, you know, it's it's just so tough. It's so tough. You know, all these guys are saying you need to pick up Ronald Jones, blah, 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 blah. But you guys have been saying that since he's been in the freaking league. And every time it feels like someone, not just myself, but if someone picks him up, and even thinks about starting him. He runs for like he runs four times. So he only gives you a point. Uh, last two weeks have been very well. He ran the ball 14 times and then 19. Uh, last week he put up a touchdown for 70 yards, 14.7 fantasy points. I mean, yeah, that's a kind of Ronald Jones that you know people have been expecting. But I mean, it's so inconsistent. You know, you can't trust it. And then with Barber there, I mean, yeah, is so is is Ronald Jones now? going to be the clear-cut number one running back in Tampa Bay who freaking knows but uh you know that's something I don't I mean I might pick him up I don't know but we'll see 
Um, I won't be surprised if someone uses a waiver wire pickup or wakes up bright and early and picks them up. Um, we'll see. And that's pretty much it, you know, running back wise. You got Bernard is the next option. And it's not really a lot of options there. Lots of handcuffs. Uh, wide receiver wise, um, good luck with Robbie Anderson. He's available. <laughs> Somebody snag him. I keep kicking my butt for picking up in the fourth round, but oh well. And then we got Sanu, Allison, Beasley, uh, Cobb, Johnson was another guy that uh, lots of people have their eye on. Um, he uh, he looked pretty good. I mean, he, he's looking like a clear cut um, running uh, right, wide receiver too. He actually uh, ran the ball. Um, I thought he ran it last. It might have been called back last night. Uh, but he did put up uh, 14.7 fantasy points with a touchdown, 77 yards, six catches last night. Uh, looked pretty well. Uh, so we'll see what, you know, if someone snags him up, won't be surprised. Uh, Debo Samuel is another guy uh, that could be picked up again. Uh, Connor Lindback picked him up, I do believe, and dropped him. Uh, but, you know, he could be another guy uh, that people have their eyes on. Um, with Corey Davis, good luck. Uh, of course, he went off last week, but uh, he'll end up putting up a goose egg next week or this week. Uh, tight ends. Uh, Jimmy Graham is, you know, uh, start, you know, he's putting up. He put up another touchdown last week, so of course his numbers are high. Um, I still don't trust him. Vince McDonald's back. Of course, he's still got Jared Cook and Ebron there. Uh, not a lot of tight ends there that stand out. Uh, so we'll see. I really doubt that anybody uses uh, much waiver wire uh, claims here. They might go some. They might go fishing in the morning. Uh, but you know, there, there's not you know lots of guys who just stand out. So we'll see. We'll see what uh, people do. So yeah, not a big one today. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to be back and go through uh, who was picked up going to be another short one tomorrow and uh but you do have the commissioner's corner uh going over more nfl news maybe some injury updates and uh his predictions there the his studs and duds of the week and all that fun stuff i i find that quite interesting uh with you know with scott benzine going last week of course it was on the it was on the news and everything it was out but i didn't just have the time to listen about his uh, and then about the men's shoe theme, I uh, heard that, you know, first on uh, Scott's uh, commissioner's corner. So I kind of found that interesting. And of course, now I, ha- you know, I, I, I starting to like men's shoe even more. His story is very uh, interesting, like I said. Um, so uh, great, great things to come uh, for men's shoe, I hope. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so pretty another another great week. Uh, down four weeks down now going into week five um and you know good matchups there and of course I, like i said again i'll be back tomorrow and tc thursday with tc going over our predictions uh so hey thank you so much guys and if of course you want to be on the show please shoot me a text and we'll make adjustments and Uh, get you on as soon as possible so you guys have a great tuesday afternoon and i'll be back tomorrow take care boys